Welcome to iHeartGeek. And welcome to a disappointing episode of iHeartGeek. Hey now! Hey now! (laughs) No, uh, I gotta say, no, the show's gonna be awesome. We're always awesome. We're we're talking Obi-Wan, episode three, and some of us aren't as welcoming of episode three as others. Um, yeah, I'm Dub. I'm here with Christina. We're here with Skeeter. We're here with Ryan. Um, yeah. Now, before we get started on this, if you haven't watched this episode, it doesn't matter. Don't watch it. No, I'm just kidding. It's not that bad. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't watched this episode, you might want to watch this before you listen. If you don't care about being spoiled, we don't hold back on the spoilers. Now, all over the internet, the I have not seen a single positive review on anything from this episode. What is going on? After how glowing we were last week, we all, I mean, highest grade imaginable for those first two episodes. And then this one happened. I don't know if we agree, if we don't agree. Let's start with Christina. What's your thoughts on initial thoughts before we get into the, like the piece by piece? Well, first of all, it's all your fault because you like the first two episodes so much that we all knew no matter what, you were going to be like heartbroken. Um, <laughs> it's all Dub's fault. It's all Dub's fault. Um, okay, so to be honest, I it was definitely for me not as good as one and two, mm-hmm. but I actually still really enjoyed it. And it made me go back to one and I'll share it later, but I have some theories okay. that actually excited me. Um, so for me, it, I mean, definitely it wasn't the perfection of the first two, but I feel like it. if they do four, right, they've set it up perfectly. If they uh, didn't. Yeah. The ball is definitely in their court. Ryan, what about you? Your initial this is what I call a point A to point B episode. This, <laughs> this was merely to move the characters along. There's a couple drops of awesome through here, but there's a lot of like, yeah, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of things I liked about this episode, but there's just as many things that I were, was like, eh, whatever. This is simply to move the characters from one place to another. And that's, they didn't even move them well. That's some, fair. some moved fast, some moved faster than others mm-hmm. and in illogical ways. <laughs> it, it, it was playing uh 9D chess when we can only play 4D chess. Um, Skeeter, let, let's hear your initial thought. I think we you are in kind of the same boats. Is that salt? <laughs> I brought it just because I'm gonna be throwing it, but I think I honestly really feel like the, 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 the two, uh, the first, the back to back episodes one and two, we really got, I mean, everything. Honestly, we got they got we got set up for failure in this one kind of. Um, I love the way Ryan said it with the uh, with the you know moving along or or traveling along kind of kind of feel because that's all this was mm-hmm. literally moving. They were just going from one place to another. This was the epitome of Phil with something that should have never been added. Yeah, because now I mean, but we're going to get there. I know that. And it just I don't know. It crushed my soul. This was probably the laziest writing I've seen since. I don't even know. Green Lantern. (laughs) Well, I'll I'll put it this way. I mean, everyone knows I, I never rate things with an A, especially right out of the gate. And I gave this an A and I was excited about this. And then this one came and I'm like, and everyone knows my love of uh, Miss Marvel. And I put it right. This episode is with Miss Marvel. Wow. I know that's a heavy. If you listen to the show enough, that's, that's a huge drop. And it wasn't so much that, I mean, they could have blown some of the story. The action could have been bad, stuff like that. I can forgive that, you know, oh, oh, well, it'll get better the next time. This felt like the writer said, Hey, we did a great job. So, um, you know what? Let's go smoke one in the back. And uh, I forgot what I'm going to do now. So whatever. It felt like the most whatever. I hate you fans. Yeah. Reaction. I re- really felt like I hate you fans. 
Hey, um, the Star Trek guys probably came in and wrote this one just to make the new the new <laughs> Star Trek pieces look even better. And, and we'll get into what we didn't like about it. Do I think it's irredeemable? Um, no. If it have if this happens again next week, yes. Um, I will be just crusty we'll for the rest of the time. One. Oh, this is below his skill level. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> now I do have some theories that might make it. I'm not going to say it's going to make it okay, but it will at least explain where they're going. We'll get into that as we go. Okay, so let's start with scene one. Um, this is Obi-Wan asking for help from Qui-Gon Jinn. Now, this is something we see, it seems like, from new from younger Jedis. You know, they always go and ask, ask help of the old dead Jedi before him. Obi-Wan should be so far past this. Hold on, Christina. Hold on a second. Oh, I, I feel like to say too. I feel like he's older. I feel like his maturity <clears throat> level should be way past this point. Now, this could be just be me, me nitpicking, but the, again, Obi Wan went from being out of practice to being weak and way more inexperienced than he was. Okay, Christina, go ahead before your head explodes. Okay, so here's the thing. Obi Wan, he walked away. He's so pretty. He I'm is sorry. pretty, but that's not the point. <laughs> he walked away for 10 years. If you look at Nari's death in episode one, he walked away. So if you're not practicing, it's kind of like um, if you don't work out for 10 years, you're not running a 5K marathon the very next day. He could barely save Leia in episode two because he was so out of practice with the force. Also, if you go back, Yoda told him that he was supposed to be training with Qui-Gon and it was clear that he wasn't. Mm -hmm. So he's all of a sudden having this holy what the heck moment. And he's now reaching out. But here's my problem with that is, I mean, you, you, you said this last week. This was kind of a problem I had last week with the, the not practicing. But you see Obi-Wan in A New Hope. He's got the, he's got definitely control the whole field and i mean because come on i think that this is the pivotal change for him and we're going to talk about that when we get to that we'll point get to the, i know where we're going on that you're right. looking at it wrong you're okay. looking at it completely ahead, wrong this is what we call foreshadowing qui-gon is the first force ghost and he teaches that to obi-wan and he taught that to yoda so we are about to see at some point in this timeline in this show we're going to see mm -hmm. the force ghost and that's going to inspire obi-wan to come back to what he knows yeah he's supposed to be weak he hasn't done something for 10 years go do something you haven't done for 10 years and then try and do it against somebody who's probably the best at it ryan you're my well. hero the, I, he's he's sitting there and he's trying to refocus who he needs to be and he, who he knows he needs to be and, he, and we're going to start that off with it with a with him attempting to contact the Force Ghost of Qui Gon. Getting Qui Gon back would be amazing yeah. because Qui Gon was a good character. And I and I, and I want to think you're right, but no matter how I look at it, no matter how many ways I try to kind of squeeze that out, like okay, but I feel like this is not Obi Wan anymore. Got to push feel, that original trilogist pessimism. You aside. can't do that. You can't. Got to move that. it aside because that's the. I mean, but, I know Robert's going to, Bly's going to flip out on me, but nothing is more important than the original trilogy. You have to you guide everything 40 by years that. building it up and, and all of it to get always let down. Sometimes you just got to push it aside. But I think it's okay for, I'm not who I was 10 years ago. I'm not who I'm going to be 10 years from now. And I went, I just came out of 10 years on a personal level that was, very not me and this last year i've been finding my force and i've been finding my way back so maybe that's why i'm a little bit i'm more understanding about this um plus he's pretty no just kidding oh uh, you're not <laughs> no he's 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 very pretty but i that's say i i'm hoping for the best it's just i don't love this character anymore this is just like i i mean i did i liked him in the first two episodes you know, and I love who he becomes, and I, he's one of the standouts from the uh, prequel nonsense. He's one of the few huge standouts. With that being said, 
I don't love this character anymore. They did it in one episode. They that is. But he was weak in the first one. He let Nari die. Like he didn't. He turned Nari away and completely let him die. Told him just bury his his lightsaber out in the middle of the desert and live a normal life. Yeah, I'm not saying that was okay, but it, I just feel like. Yeah. I don't know. Let, let, hopefully, we'll, we'll we, we that, see yeah. Obi Wan's low point here. <sighs> I don't think it can get any low lower. Point. Does this he, he this feels like the weakest character that I have no interest in following at this point? I know who he becomes, but Skeeter, you got anything to chime in on this one before you go on to scene two? So, you know, you people are gonna say, you know, it's like riding a bike, blah blah blah. <laughs> it's you know, yeah, okay, 10 years. Where do midichlorians live? Oh, <laughs> where? It's where everywhere. Okay, yeah. where does the force exist? Force exists all everywhere. around us, right? Mm-hmm. All around the Jedi. So, in ten years, is it going to move somewhere else? I'm just going to go. The cl- the force cloud is going to go somewhere else. <laughs> is ten years? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, this dude was a master Jedi, master. Okay, he's force ghost ready already. Yeah, for somebody else. Yeah, well, I have muscles and I walk around, but I have not exercised them for 10 years. So it does make a difference. I mean, even if you look at like religions and people that don't celebrate or they stop practicing religion and then they come back to it, it takes time. Whatever it is, if you haven't done it for a long period of time or you've lost your faith. And that's really where Obi-Wan is at this point. He has lost his faith and he says it to Nari. We lost, it's over. Yeah. And he believes that. Mm-hmm. And, and I get I get some of this, but it's say I don't want to see the core of the character. And we'll we'll move on after this. But yeah. I feel like it's the core of the character. And I think that's where we're seeing it differently. You guys are seeing it as a glitch. I'm feeling it as I'm seeing it as they wrote him that that's not him anymore. And that, that's where I'm having the issue. So m- maybe they, they want it. you to feel hopefully that they way. Fix it. I hope they do. Because <laughs> other, otherwise I can't handle the fact that I've been this angry for a week. Okay, let's go on. <laughs> okay, we got uh, third sister and Vader talking. I want to hear everybody's thoughts on this. But before we do, I got to say this. When you see Vader, um, Christensen is not the, mo- the movement actor that David Prowse was in the... You could... He, Oh wow, he is really. I didn't know that he made that much of a difference being in the suit and never saying a word. Oh my gosh, uh, Christensen, he's bad, and not because I think it's just I didn't realize that the bar was so high that Vader with just the way Vader walked, it was so amazing. There is so much power in character acting that people don't even realize if you go to like a lot of musicals like phantom and any of those that is what pulls you into the story is all those little fine details and i absolutely agree with you on this christensen doesn't have it no he doesn't have those fine details and i i i to be perfectly honest and i'm not trying to be a negative nancy but i'm not surprised yeah, well, I mean, Prowse was so good, and I did, honestly, I didn't, I don't know if he was just so fantastic or Hayden's just not good at all. Because my my opinion on the way he acts hasn't changed since the first or since the second and third movies, uh, episode two and three. Um, so let's let's talk Riva and Vader. Um, there's something else going on here, um, and we'll get to the, my big part on it soon, but um. I I, I want to like this more than I do. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Fair enough. That's the conversation there. Yeah. I, you, you do what you, what is expected of you. and Otherwise you die. You, get, you will get to be the Grand Inquisitor. And if you don't, it'll be the last thing you do. Yeah. And I, I thought you the way... You won't live to regret it. I thought the I, way I thought that the, that was handled was, was I very thought the time nice that was done. great. Yeah. I mean, and I, I, to to go back to the character acting, I think you know bringing back Spencer Wildling from Wilding from uh, Rogue One would have been a better choice here. 
yeah. um, because it would have been closer in the timeline. It would have been somebody who portrayed and did well portraying mm-hmm. Vader in a, in a more recent um, Vader appearance. Yeah, that's so I, true. I think it, I, I think it would have been fine to put Christensen in there as the unmasked in the, the tank. Exactly, that would have been great. But source what works, and Vader in Rogue One worked really well. Yeah. So I, I think it would have been great to bring him back there. Um, but we do get to see uh, Vader's lair again. Yeah. Which is awesome. Oh my gosh, that looks but so cool. I think the conversation. I, I thought what was said and the dialogue and the tone was one of the highlights of the episode. Okay. It's do this and you, you can, you can have it all. Don't do it. And you're not going to live to tell about it. Now here, here's another misstep in this, this um, communication back and forth. Um, I feel like, and I might be the only one. I haven't talked to anybody about this. So I'd kind of like to get your guys' feedback on this. Uh, Reva, is she, I feel like anybody that's in Invader's path should kind of cower. I felt like she was way too, you know. Like she seems a little bored with the. Yeah, like like I'm I'm better than you, and I, I have some theories. I don't about think that. that's okay. okay. I think she's just angry, but. Well, I, I, I think I think she is too, but I feel like that to make this movie work, nobody should be able to stand up to Vader. I think she was terrible in the first two episodes, and I don't think she was terrible here. Okay, I, th- I thought this. I thought this was a much better portrayal for her character. I wouldn't have been upset if this is how she was portrayed in the first two episodes. But she came off as whiny and yeah, she, Kylo Renny. Yeah, like, she, we didn't she, have that this time. She had yeah, like she, this teenage angst about her in the yeah. first two episodes, and now she's like, she's got this like, well. If if you think you're going to screw me, I'm going to screw you twice as hard. Yeah, yeah. revenge is a son of a. I think but, that you know. the moment she killed the Grand Inquisitor, that was the shift for her, and we got to see it more. Here. And she she has mm-hmm. that conversation with the with the fifth brother, and mm-hmm. we'll get to that. We'll he, get to that. Yeah. Hold on, say that. Yeah. Save it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, can that. I can I say something really quick? I just want to back up just for a second. Go ahead. The one thing I will say about the opening scene is I was really, really, really disappointed that Natalie Holt did not use Vader's theme. Yeah, I feel like that. Mm-hmm. That just that took me out for it's disrespectful. Um, yeah, Sorry. I mean it. It really bothered me a lot more than than I thought it would. Sorry, I just was reading my notes. And I was like, I have to say that. That's for, Yeah, that's just but dis, a bit disrespectful. Skeeter, how do you feel about this interaction before we move on? I I feel like it's it's disrespectful. I feel I look at the the conversation between I, I look at her position and I look at Tarkin. And what did he do to that dude? Yeah. In for just saying, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. We should not do that. And uh, about popped his head, right? I yeah. mean, like, this girl talked smack straight to him. I mean, of course, it wasn't, you know. I don't think, she, yeah, I think it was, it was muted enough. But I think there was enough of it there that I wasn't okay with, you know, he's the main bad guy. I don't yeah, care who you are. Vader. Like, this is he's the boss i mean of course in this timeline there's yeah you know over him but still yeah like respect you know yeah respect and, the 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 helmet and honestly he was and a marshmallow I, 10 years prior <laughs> I, I don't there's think so many jokes i could make right now that i won't vader yet uh yeah the, no, with I, the way everybody's the like cowering but I think everyone's cowering pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but if you go back to the original, um, you know, when he was force choking Tarkin and the other, I can't remember his name now. It escapes me, but he told him stop him. and he listened. So there are some people that are not as afraid of him. And then he does the same to director Krennic and Rogue One. So like that viciousness is coming. I don't think it's there yet. I, I, I think you're I actually be, seeing the first signs of it. He's willing to, you know, to do what he does at the end. We'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Right? Yeah. But, um, yeah. But he's willing to go to those lengths. And, and I don't then. want to read too much into it, but it just it feels wrong to me. And it again, this is like everything else. It just feels not right. 
You know, I can't quite put my finger on exactly why, but it just doesn't feel right. That's fair. Okay, so let's let's pop on to scene three. Um, Obi and Leia have a parental type feel, and when uh, when Ben gives Leia the Lola back and he's fixed it, oh, how sweet! Uh, I still love Lola. She will be in my collection. I say, yeah, I I I care less than I cared last week. I'll put it that way. <laughs> I mean, I don't dislike it anymore. It's like I don't care. <laughs> um, but I thought that was. That was a moment of Obi-Wan being that parental unit that he is. And then he kind of blows that in just a few minutes. Because, uh, yeah. Um, and onto the planet. Now, I can't pick apart any of the visuals. They are absolutely beautiful when, that, when the ship goes down on, on the, like the plateau. I just think that was absolutely beautiful how that looked. It looked everything that's of Star Wars and it made me happy. Um, I can't pick those apart. And this is where, and I got to put this in. I think this is either this scene or the next scene, but we can talk about it now. This is when our good friend Kevin has finally had enough of Leia. Um, the brattiness or whatever didn't bother him as much as last week, but this week it, that was enough. I don't agree because I'm actually, I think she's a whole lot yes, less to deal with this episode than she was. <laughs> before i don't know uh i think we're still it's important to tell leia or show leia the way leia would be yeah i I, i'm not she's not anything like she wouldn't be i'm not disagreeing i'm just this is this is something i want to put in because kevin's very passionate about this yeah no leia (laughs) was wrong leia was absolutely in charge as a young rebel she was in charge as a general like why would she not be in charge as a 10 year old. I mean, absolutely. You can clearly see that Obi-Wan is struggling and he's not believing that people are there to help him. And she's like, well, let's do this. Let's just do this. Yeah. I remember her being totally obedient in the trash pit. Not, not speaking your <laughs> mind there. Right. Aren't you a little oh. short to be a stormtrooper? Right? I don't No, No one on this panel, I think is like anti what they've done with Leia. I think they've done a fantastic job. I can see it being a bit annoying, but I think that would be a part. I think she would be a little brat. Um, Absolutely. It wouldn't be Leia. Yeah. If she was well-behaved, she wouldn't have been a good Leia. I don't think it would have been good. Um, Does anybody else have anything they want to talk about this before we go on to the next thing? Okay. Are are we getting, are we getting into Freck here? Uh, We're getting into Freck next after this next. Okay. Okay. So scene, this is where on scene four. Um, the Inquisitor's power struggle. I'm bored. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Um, if the writing doesn't improve, um, this will be my bathroom breaks. Uh, <laughs> right? It's bad. These these characters should be the most fascinating characters in the world. And terrifying. And they, yeah. mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's bad. This this is this is what took it from okay, it's just you know they're having a bad episode to this is terrible. If you don't stop being mean to me, I'm going to go get Vin Diesel. Oh, see, for me, it's Bruce Campbell in Burn Notice. When he talks about, you know, spies, they're just a bunch of whiny little itches. I don't know. This was was like watching Mean Girls. It was Yes. It was was petty. It's like high school pettiness. This was written by someone that writes high school dramas. Yeah. Yep. Or somebody that Cheerle- was tormented in high, high school, school. Cheerleader high school dramas. Yeah. It is you can watch not the same good. thing in, in Mean Girls. It, it's they're the going to learn they're, for being mean to me. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Senior year. The fifth, the fifth brother is just, he's infinitely more annoying than Reva was. He's Dwight no, Schrute from The Office. Yeah, but he's Dwight Schrute, but not being not good. Cool. Or yeah. not, be, not being fun to watch. He's just, he's Dwight Schrute while being like as petty as possible yeah. when nobody around him is being petty. Like, like it's just being petty in the moment for the sake yeah. of it. These characters should be I'm, impossible to get wrong. And they, I'm fine with Reva so being like, I'll show them. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's, that's it a definitely made her more powerful. female character. Yeah. It, it, it gives her a lot more power to sit there and say, yeah, I'll, I'll show you guys. You know, you, 
she, she didn't bite her tongue before she got told she needed to bite her tongue. Okay. I'll bite my tongue. Watch, watch this. Like I'm totally fine with that female character arc. That's fine. But, but you, you don't need to going... weaken other characters to strengthen others. Exactly. And, yeah, then, you, and then you have her a good writer will challenging take... Vader yeah. in some kind of level, which is like fine, but usually like that would, that would result in her getting force choked, but they don't do it. So does everybody um, see where my problems just... start to come now? Does, since we're talking this out, does everybody kind well, of... Yeah, the deeper like you go into the episode, the more it ties up. They're not pretty I, I, either. And that's they the problem. It's like the, I don't want them the to inquisitors are The Inquisitors have like the the most like absurd background story. They're the younglings that didn't get killed. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're absolutely awesome in rebels. And then they're really, really great in fallen order. I'm, I'm actually excited for them to come back in the second game. I, I mean, the second sister in that game is just unbelievable. She's more but, terrifying than Vader is in that game, mm-hmm. which is, which is weird that here they're just, they're just teen drama just slapped right in the middle of a Star Wars movie or Star Wars show. And it's just like, oh, just get them off the screen. Can we be done with this? Yeah, it, it's, but it's they bad. killed bad. they killed the beast. Like she killed the Grand Inquisitor. Like it's not in the first in what the in the in, second episode. No. Yeah, that's second episode. If she but, if she did that in this episode, the power behind it would have been like twice as great. If she did that there and then like is immediately having the conversation with Vader being like, well, I did what I did. And then he has to respect her for it. That would make more sense. That was so much more dangerous. Yeah, definitely. Of a character arc. Yeah. But, this, but it, this, it, she's not this scary. This is bad, now. right? Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. yeah she, she, it's, it's like she mugged a dude in an alley more than yeah. anything. It's like she just she stabbed him because he showed up when she was angry. And, but like not that angry. Like she was. And he uh, felt weak. Really he felt weird. like, who cares? He felt super weak. And the other thing we haven't really talked about is, is th- their portrayal of uh, the grand that Grand Inquisitor species. He's the same species as the people on in, in Revenge of the Sith that Obi Wan's talking to. Mm-hmm. The slits in their head, yeah, Powans or whatever. Um, they're the same species, and they look wildly different. I, I, I don't understand it. I think it's. I think I think that's like a, another oversight here. This this is stuff that I want to be excited for, and it just, yeah. Um. Okay. So, is there anything else we want to talk about before we move on? Okay. Uh, let's move on because I'm getting depressed now. Scene five. Okay. Let's talk. Uh, we'll start with Leia and Obi again. Um. This is where I went from. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of just sick of Obi being a wuss too. Now he's angry at, at the little girl for saying something. And it wasn't even like, that was not a good point to get angry. That was a bad decision. It made him just look like a tyrant because Obi-Wan bad, Leia good. No, don't do that. You don't have to weaken one character to strengthen another. I it, saw it completely different. Mm, okay, go ahead. So for me, in that moment, what it feels like to me is this whole series is Leia helping Obi-Wan on his path to finding his faith back. Like she in this point has become somewhat of the leader that she's destined to be. So I feel like there's a lot of foreshadowing there. Um, and then she also, when you tie it in, she also has that very, very human moment where she's like, I should have never, I should have never run away. This is all my fault. So you get to see both sides of her. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I'm like, oh, so this is really the story of, of Obi-Wan becoming Obi-Wan again. And, and that she is a very integral part of that because of how fierce she is. I don't. I say I don't see this as a negative on Leia. I see this is 100% negative on Obi. It doesn't feel like he would be. I that saw it way. a little bit differently than okay. both of you. I saw it as a little girl staring in the face of adventure and a weak old man or weak aging man. Not, not yeah, yeah, old. A weak old man. A, That's a, what they made. A weak him. old That's man who's literally just trying to escape his situation so he can go back into the hiding. Um, but it, it, it's still, it's tough to contain the, yeah. the little girl who's who's seeing adventure right in her face. Yeah. I will say too, 
the thing I found was interesting is this is the first time ever we've heard that Obi-Wan has a brother. Oh yeah. And so I, I'm, I, I don't know if that's going to be something that shows I up hope in not. the future. I hope not. But yeah. No, I'd say I, I think it's interesting, but it's too, I think that ship has sailed. I don't think they should do that anymore. They're, they're literally, I feel like they're squeezing me for money at that point. If that, if they go forward with that stuff. What about you, Skeeter? How do you see this? Because it seems like we're all seeing a little different. Where do you see on this? Okay, so I don't know if we're, if we're quite to that place yet. I loved, this is probably one of my only like really strong points, um, but I love the interaction when he calls her Leia. Yes. And then he's like, she's like, um, dad, like, and he's like, it's so near and dear to me. It, I, I was thinking of her mother. That was a good moment. Know? Yeah. And like that moment, like after that, if you just sat there and thought about it for a second and kind of the silence that was there, it was real. Like it was palpable because he was really thinking of who her mom was, you know? at that moment of losing yes yeah had me like and i just went oh wow like that was a good point for me that was like one of very few but that was powerful i'm glad somebody brought that up yeah that was that was a great moment i mean if any of us if if any person watching the show in that particular time was waiting for the these aren't the droids you're looking for like to happen we're expecting it to happen, but it didn't happen. Like it just worked perfectly. Like he was a human and just left it there. Yeah. And we're, we're going to hit that, that in point, a second, but yes. Even Leia was like, Whoa, Oops. what are you talking about? dude?" Uh, yeah. yeah. So Fair that's, I, 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 I thought really, the conversation that on that, it. I thought Freck was great. I thought the, yeah. the, the banter with the stormtroopers. I thought it yeah. was a great insight. I loved him. With Doug became a stooge. It was awesome. No, was that I'm, Seth Rogen? No, that was Zach Braff. Oh, Zach Braff. really? Yeah. I thought he was going to totally be an ally, and then he totally was no, not. I, and I, I think that's, you know, we usually see people who are, like, cowering in fear of the Empire, but we finally see a character who's just like, hey, the Empire's fine with me. As long as I stay out of their way, they'll stay out of mine. Little and order never hurt was, anybody. Which Little honestly, order, yes. but he, I mean, here's here's the fact: ninety nine percent of the galaxy, it didn't change their life at all with all this going on. Right. This is, you know, one percent of the galaxy that this is making a difference on. Yes, there are right. some horrible things that happen, but there's some very good right. things that have happened. It's a tough line to draw, and honestly, mm-hmm. I I want to see. I hate that I I hate that I like this character, and then he kind of ratted him out. But at the same time, I think that's an important story to tell. Yeah. You know, when the rebels took over, that destroyed infrastructure all over the universe. People were screwed. Hey, you know, hey, you know, all that indoor plumbing you guys got? Well, it's gone now because we don't, it happened. And I think that that's an important here, an entire planet that now has no way of making money. (laughs) Exactly. Be poor. And that's something that I think gets ignored a lot. I think it's a, it's a, good commentary without going political on anything. I think that's an important... Yeah, but you also have to go back to the moment when Obi-Wan was telling Leia this planet used to be beautiful. Yeah. So even though they're providing structure, they are changing the natural resources that are out there. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Where are we on there? Okay, um... Okay, so I do want to hit this. Why did... And that... I have the biggest problem this is my final obi gripe i think is the why didn't he use the the force uh these aren't the drawers you're looking for moment it should have because he can still use it and he has shown that he can still use the force he stopped her in midair i'm pretty sure he can do that little basic trick because he did it a couple years later with no issue at all like hey this is is my normal every day he's out of practice 
Yeah, I'm, 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 not, no, I'm not buying that actually, one anymore. Sorry. Actually, the most important thing is, is had he done that, had he used the Force and the Jedi mind trick, we would not have gotten that epic fall from the tower and having that stormtrooper just dice like a Ginsu. That so, was cool looking. I'm okay with it. The ends justify the means. I get you. Okay. <laughs> Con- consider this at the end of episode two, he was told that Anakin's still alive. He knows that Anakin's going to be hunting him down to no end. He knows everybody who is force sensitive on the Empire side is hunting him down. He needs to hide as much of that as possible because if someone finds out, they know exactly where he's at. He spends the entire episode trying to hide that. And the second he exposes any of it, then all of a sudden he's found out. Okay, now one thing we we discussed this in our little our, our little Marco Polo group, but I want to discuss this again for everybody that's um, listening. Okay, so the the female um, stormtrooper thing. Um, so to me, this shouldn't work because I don't see that the timeline has gotten to where they're they're conscripting people yet and making new stormtroopers. I feel like they should still be clones. I'm really confused by this. I know that uh, Christina doesn't agree that it's a different, it's right on timeline. I feel like it's not. Um, apparently, I'm wrong because hey, they they wrote it. But does anybody feel like it's too soon for the conscripting of the of the stormtroopers? I'm gonna let somebody else talk first because I got a lot to say. Go, Skeeter. I think it is. I think it's far too soon. We're only ten years out. I mean, stormtroopers. We we dude. Who did all the killing 10 years ago? You know, they yeah. went, as soon as they kicked it off, all the clones, and how many were there, turned on all the Jedi. They weren't fighting. It wasn't about the, the, the Empire and the Republic yet. It was still about the Clone Wars. Yeah. All this stuff was just ending. It was kind of coming around. So what do we have? I mean, we literally still have clones. Yeah. Nothing has transitioned to stormtroopers yet that we're aware of. And there are still clones that are in the army because that's, you know, the whole, you're, aren't you a little short to be a stormtrooper? Yeah. So they I say stormtrooper, not clone trooper. Yep. Uh, uh, okay. Sorry. That, you're you reaching on awesome that one. <laughs> no, that's what she says. A stormtrooper. does say it. But, okay, can I? Can I okay, can go, I, ahead. Okay. go ahead. So, I can never say, but the planet that the clones were made from, I can never say. Camino. Camino. Okay. So they stopped making clones. Clones age rapidly. By this point, they have already made their anti-imperial clone troopers and gained their own independence. So the empire has no access to more clones. So of course they're going to have to start bringing in other people. And they already know this. They already know that they can't create more clones. So they're already thinking ahead. So no, it doesn't surprise me at all because you have lots of people that want to survive. So they're joining up and there's people like Freck that say there's nothing wrong with a little order and they're joining up. So I'm not surprised at all. If you look at the timeline um, that they now no clones are being produced at all. I'm, I, I don't share your passion. I like, I, I mean, obviously it, it had to have happened, but it feels like it's too soon. That. For me, it feels like it feels like they're at least another ten years too early before it's completely twisted out. But that's me, yeah. Ryan. Go ahead, fin- finish this one yeah, off. For hey, I, I think it, it, it's close. <laughs> it, yeah, it's close enough. It's a negligible issue to me. I, I mean, it's, I think it's lazy writing again, but I don't think it makes makes or breaks anything. It's already broken at this point, right? Oh, it is completely um, broken at this point. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think it was it's neither here or there it's it is what it is fair enough I'll, so I'll be, I'll be i do have like it is halfway innuendos i do have one thing okay. so to on christina's to to go with christina on this one the age piece when they when obi shows up to go find leia when he's walking through the city you do see one of the clones like as a beggar 
probably he commander all Ryan. aged out long hair okay. beard with his clone trooper helmet collecting coin wouldn't right? that have so, been better if it was commander cody the, yes. uh, dude, commander cody was from yes. like both he, no no commander, commander cody uh so obi-wan's battalion in clone wars is um they wear orange Yes. So C- Cody would have been an orange. Blue was the, the bad batch, isn't it? Yeah. No, no. The, the it was the five hundred first, which was Anakin's battalion, which would yeah. mean if that guy was anybody, if he was like actually like not just the normal clone, it would have been uh, Commander Rex. Yeah. Yeah. Or Captain Rex. Rex. I'm sorry, but yeah. uh, I think it would I think it would have been way better for him to run into Commander Cody and it have something mean something more to. The um, Obi Wan there, yeah. but, but the you're right. One, he's, he's not Rex, old enough to not be fighting. The Clone Wars, uh, at the end of the Clone Wars, the the animated didn't Rex give himself up for? I, I'm still I'm still on season one, so don't ruin it for me. I, I I've <laughs> never actually gotten through it, so it took me. I, a year. I, I I just I know what some of the character I know what some of those characters actually are because they're introduced pretty early on in season one and i know who who reports to anakin who reports to obi-wan and i know i would have rather seen the guy who reports to obi-wan down on his luck now that he tried to or he got told to off obi-wan and failed fair enough okay so scene six uh more inquisitor offs politics done okay scene seven do we really need to talk about that anymore no. report yes okay scene seven Hit the fast forward button, kids. Okay, scene seven is the hideout. Now, this is where we're going to, yeah, have most of our issues and most of our theories that we have now. Um, they are really pushing for the Leah friend of droid storyline. Where's that? Co- I mean, they did it on the first episode. That just seems like it doesn't like it came out of nowhere. You know, talk to him. What if he wants to talk? And I, yes, I can see a little girl doing it, but. I don't know. It's kind of a weird shoehorning in to make her more precocious. I think they're just trying to make her humanized. I think think it's as simple as that. I think they have a million droids they introduced. I mean, they've they've got three or four that they've introduced recently that are there. She's just another one that's there. Walk around droid. They need a big walk around droid at Star Wars land. So, R2 and C3PO are losing their power, so mm-hmm. they need a big walk around, so they shoehorn them in. Yeah, I don't have an issue with it. It just feels like it's definitely in your face, but I, as long as everyone just kind of sees it as... I, I'm trying not to make things out of things, but that's why I kind of ask. I'm like, is this a thing? Is this bothering me for no reason? And it, if it is, I'll usually like, okay, it's for no reason, I'll leave it alone. So. I do oh, like the hammer, though. The hammer was pretty cool. The yeah. hammer was pretty cool. That was interesting how they did that. Um, so scene eight, the final scene, Vader on the ground. Now this is where they have screwed it up. Did what, we what? already get, did we already have? No, we, we have a big, oh, we have we're, okay. we're, we're way no. missing here. And, what, 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 and what, what, Christina, what, what, do, you, do you and I want to fight over this one? You go first. Go ahead. This is the I have single talked a most lot. important Leia story. Oh, I agree. I was hoping you were going to bring that up that the entire show is going to present you you have tala and they they go into the into the tunnel or the the entrance to the tunnel and um she's telling them that there's people all across the galaxy who are helping this along and that there's there's an underlying resistance here and what you're what you have is a little girl whose life mission is being presented to her yes in the awe of the spectrum of what she's going to eventually take over she's the she's the woman who unites the resistance and she's being told about that resistance right then and there that's yeah. so like it's so the best thing i don't think i need to hear anything else about leia after that it is it, it is that big in spectrum for leia's character i agree i think that is honestly that's all i need to hear about leia for the rest of the Right. Until this, this new hope. Epi- I don't care anymore. That this was episode perfect. would have been perfectly fine if the title of the show was Organa and not Obi Wan. Yeah, you, you, you'd have less issues with it because oh, you're not worrying about Obi Wan. But that that they're the the spectrum of what she's being the the grandiose effect of what she's being told there. It's so important for her character. 
it, it, it'll eventually be what her life's mission. Because it can't all be genetics. It has to be nurture as well as nature. Right. And I think that that was exactly. that nurture moment. And I think that was, I, I was waiting for you to bring it up because I think that was one of those. Oh, I, lo- I loved it. it. It was it was the best part of the episode to me. Um, it was the it, only the, good the, thing this, is really. The, the second thing when, when, um, when Obi-Wan's telling her, she, she reminds him so yeah. much of her mom, which is just but, like. But to, that, 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 didn't, that's but the that feel, didn't change but, the story. This did. But this, this, cha- this links a lot of what Leia would end up becoming. And it tells you like why she diverted away from just like a standard um, senator or whatever position she was going to end up taking um, to what she ended up doing, which is running with the resistance and being part of the rebel rebel alliance and and all that. And that that's it can't be undersold. Like that's the best writing in this episode. Yeah. Oh, I it's very. It, it's not too in your face. It's it's there and it's understood if you know what you're watching. Yeah. If somebody doesn't know what's going on, they'll catch on as they watch the original trilogy. If they watch it in the whatever order they're going to do it. Um, and it kept me from it, hating the there. episode. It did. Yeah. I, I would have, it, it saved the episode. I would have hated the episode literally if I, if we didn't have that, mm-hmm. I think it is that big of a deal. Um, yeah. And I think it was, it was handled well as handled. That, that was the that was the one time that they came out of the bathroom and I guess they ran out of bumps and said, oh, got to write something good here. Okay, got to go back to the bathroom. Um, yeah, I, I think they, 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 took a, they took a giant list of like, hey, what do Star Wars fans want? And they like took like three things, but they took like the bottom three things of the li- two things of the list. And they, and then used they that took for probably paper. like the number yeah. two thing on the list. Literally, that was number it. two. Um, uh, exactly. I love, I love uh, Tala. I love Tala. I think that mm-hmm. You know, she she did such a good job. She's mm-hmm. she, uh what is her name? Indra, is it in a D I can uh Varma. That's her last name. Anyway, she's in Torchwood. She does a lot of great characters. And oh, I feel like okay, I know who she is now. I feel like she portrayed this so beautifully. Um, and like even her little piece of the story about how she became a part of the resistance you could almost see like that, that spark. And that's what excited me so much in this moment. Mm -hmm. And I think just a little bit, it just goes back to that building that relationship with droids and trusting rebels and trusting, you know, because that's who she becomes. I mean, she trusts a little droid with the biggest message in the universe. Yeah. It felt a lot like to me um, in Force Awakens when Han's telling him like, "Oh, the Force and everything you've known about it—it's all real." Like that's where like it kind yeah. of felt like that. Like yeah. if somebody's telling you like the Force is real, like that—that's what it felt like to me. Yeah, I teared up. I got goosebumps. It was a very <laughs> yeah. I definitely got the goosebumps from that. Yeah. So let's let's move on. I got two more points that I have huge issues with in one theory ish which i might have a problem with well i'll let you know uh okay the our first problem is they should have kept obi and vader completely apart because all this is doing is taking away everything that was special about the new hope in that last duel it's taking it all away and putting it in the garbage of a big keep them apart forever Uh, no 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 sorry that's my own I think it was like they, it was like another thing they took off the list, but then did it poorly. So it, it, the, that entire sequence felt very much like in Return of the Jedi when they're when when Luke's under the stairs and is unwilling to fight him, but he's still talking to Vader. That is what this felt like, but it felt so terribly executed. It was bad. How do they keep like like Obi Wan gets away and then Vader just shows up right in front of him and then Obi Wan gets away and it's like yeah. Did you guys ask? the guys from Falcon and Winter Soldier to write you like a sequence. It's like, it's a chase him down, get it caught. And then he gets away then chase him down, get caught. And he gets away. Like that's all it felt like to me. Yeah. I think it was absolutely poorly executed. However, I think if it would have been done completely right, it would have been a huge character arc for Vader and his viciousness because he is 100% fueled by anger, rage, and revenge. And you see that when he pulls Obi-Wan into that fire. And I think that that would have been so powerful if it had been done right. And it absolutely was not. Okay. 
fair enough. Okay, now we got one more thing I want to bring up, and that's huge issue with the um, the logistics of how did Riva catch up or get ahead of uh, Leia, and then and Tala got out and without passing by Tala. No, it was. Compl- oh, see, that was so easy there- for me because they were taking underground routes no, to there, get to the no pilot. Simple. She took a direct route. For there's me, a that simple, was there's a simple fix to this entire scene. Just she runs into the fifth brother. The fifth brother killed the guy she was supposed to meet up with, and she turns around and Reva's there and saying what she needed to say. I'm fine with what Reva told her, and I'm fine with the way they yeah. end it. But Reva the, shows up behind her. It the was fifth wrong. Brother's right in front of her, and then she's trapped. And yeah. Then, boom! You end it, and it would have been a yeah. non-issue. But now it's like. You don't know how a tunnel works. Point A does not mean you're automatically at point B. It was so It's weird. a thing. Yeah, I, it was an issue. Um, yeah. There's other things I want to hit, but we are over time, so I can't. Oh! Um, so I'm going to type my theory here's, in. So. Yeah, here's what I want y'all to do. Go to, go to our Facebook or YouTube. Tell us your theories, and we're going to put some of our theories on there because there's a lot we're missing here, guys. I apologize, but we try to keep these in an hour. <laughs> All right. So, okay, very, very quick. Uh, what's your grade for this week, uh, Christina? It's a C. Okay. Uh, Ryan? C. Skeeter? C minus. I'm at that. Uh, if they, because of that one scene, redeemed it, I gave it a C minus. It would have been a lot lower. And that's pretty bad considering <laughs> the first episode, everybody had an A. Yeah, um, so, Let's 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 hope the force brings us a better episode next week. Um, until next time, I'm Dub. I'm here with Christina. We're here with Skeeter. We're here with Ryan. Keep on geeking on. Go to the website, all that stuff. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Huh. Oh, stop recording. You've been listening to the latest episode of the iHeart Geek Show. Make sure you visit our website at www.iheartgeekshow.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you check us out on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And keep on geeking on to all of you geek rock stars.